श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट रीडिंग नेक्टर ऑफ डिवोशन असमरी स्टडी बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभयचरनारविंद भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी श्रीला प्रभुपाद ऑन द बुक ऑफ श्रीला रूपगोस्वामी भक्ति रसामृता सिंधु The following reading is not to be listened out of context in order to avoid confusion or misunderstanding if you haven't been with us all the way. This book began at episode 832, so please approach this chapter in proper sequence for your best interest. Thank you. Chapter 35 Neutral Love of God Continuing The qualifications of a saintly person are described in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu as follows A saintly person is one who understands fully that simply by discharging devotional service he can become confident of liberation <clears throat> he is always situated in the regulative principles of devotional service and at the same time aspires to be liberated from material entanglement a saintly person thinks like this Quote, When shall I be able to live alone in the caves of the mountains? When shall I be dressed simply with undergarments? When shall I be satisfied by eating simply a little fruit and vegetables? When will it be possible for me to think always of the lotus feet of Mukunda, who is the source of Brahman effulgence? When in such a spiritual condition of life shall i fully understand my days and nights to be insignificant moments in eternal time unquote this is just so you know a saintly person thinks like this right this is how a saintly person should think because um Right now I'm going through a japa course by the amazing the wonderful the legendary Lila Vilasini and um I was asking her I mean she is just like the way the way she is she's amazing really like one of the best courses I've ever attended in my life and uh, I asked her a question I was like so what do you do if like you're chanting and there's some intrusive thoughts or there's some images or some you know something in your mind pops up and she's like just keep chanting um but you know sometimes you've heard we've heard this many times before just keep doing devotional service but one thing she particularly told me is that um by stopping chanting you are quitting on krishna we are not allowing krishna to save us from that situation 
So, and here the saintly person thinks, when will I, when will it be possible for me to think always of the lotus feet of Mukunda? So yeah, there are times when we are not able to focus or we're not able to remember, we're not able to think about the lotus feet of Mukunda. But the saintly person thinks, when will I, when will it be possible? When it will be possible? And um, in the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, in the chapter where it's described uh, the bull of religion and uh, Bhumi Devi, this is the cow. Um, Bhumi Devi, when she answers the bull, uh, she is describing Krishna. And in that uh, verse, she describes Krishna as Rama. Wait, Rama or Bala? <laughs> yeah, it was Bala. She describes Krishna as Bala. And uh, Srila Prabhupada translated the word Bala as being able to do the impossible. And I was just thinking that, you know, yeah, we, we pray to Lord Balaram so that he would give us the strength to do the impossible. So in, it's just, this is just... Um, so here it's also the question, when will it be possible for me to think always of the lotus feet of Mukud. When will it be possible? Because sometimes it does seem impossible. Yeah. So essentially person thinks like this. When? 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 The devotees and self-realized persons who are engaged in preaching the glories of the Lord always maintain an ecstatic love for the Lord within their hearts. Thus, they are benefited by the rays of the ecstatic moon, and they are called saintly persons. Aww. The impulse of a saintly person is to be engaged in the study of the Vedas, especially the Upanishadic portions, to live always in a place where there is no disturbance from the common people. To always think of the eternal form of Krishna, to be ready to consider and understand the absolute truth, to be always prominent in exhibiting knowledge, to see the Supreme Lord in his universal form, Vishwarupa, to associate always with learned devotees and to discuss the conclusion of the Vedas with similarly elevated persons. All these qualifications of a saintly person serve to raise him to the status of Shantarasa. Interesting, right? Prabhupada says the impulse of a saintly person. We all have impulses, right? Sometimes a person is called impulsive when he makes rush decisions, when he is like suddenly like jumps up and starts running somewhere or jumps up and has to do something. Like, you know, impulsive, like impulse. Like, you know, there's a pulse when the heart is still beating. And there's impulse, like something that just pulsates within you. So within the heart of a saintly person, the impulse is that like he wants to be engaged in the study of the Vedas, right? Especially Upanishads, right? To live in a place where there's no disturbance from the common people. To think of the eternal, to think, think, right? Think of the eternal form of Krishna, right? You can think of many other forms, but Krishna is the form that the impulse of a saintly person. To be ready to consider and understand absolute truth. 
right? So discuss association, of course, with learned devotees. Learned devotees, not association with any devotees. Like sometimes, like like the impulse, you, you can you can associate with any devotees like to share knowledge, to uh, have them friendship and everything. But the impulse is that learned devotees association. Where is this? And discuss conclusion with similarly elevated persons. So this, it doesn't say it's he is on Shantarasa. It says that these qualifications serve to raise him to the status of Shantaras. <coughs> In the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, it is stated that all those who attended the pious meeting held by Lord Brahma for the study of Vedic literature, like the Upanishads, became overwhelmed with ecstatic love for Krishna, the chief of the Yadu dynasty, Actually, the result of studying the Upanishads is to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Negation of material existence is only one of the subjects of the Upanishads. The next subject concerns being situated in the impersonal realization. And then, after penetrating through the impersonal Brahman, when one comes to the platform of associating with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one reaches the ultimate goal in studying the Upanishads. So if you are not on the platform of associating with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, keep studying. Keep studying. That's all. Those who are situated on the platform of Shantarasa get their impetus for advancement in devotional service by smelling the tulsi offered at the lotus feet of the Lord, by hearing the sound of his conchal, by seeing a sanctified place in some mountain or a hill, by observing a forest like the ones in Vrindavana, mm. by going to a place of pilgrimage, by visiting the course of the Ganges River, by being victorious over the dictations of bodily demands, eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. By understanding the devastation of eternal time and by constantly associating with devotees engaged in devotional service. Oh, engaged in Krishna consciousness. Mm -hmm. All these different items are favorable in elevating saintly persons situated in Shantarasa to the advanced stage of devotional service. So again, right? Yesterday we started from this topic from going from impersonal to the personal. Shantarasa is personal. And here it says that those who are situated on Shantarasa, they get their impetus for advancement in devotional service, all of these wonderful devotional items, I found something like I especially caught my attention, being victorious over the dictations of bodily demands, eating, sleeping, mating, and defending, right? Because um, eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. Shri Prabhupada many times said that um, 
he was describing in his books that uh, eating basically we eat what Krishna provides sometimes it may be opulent sometimes it may be simple um, sleeping right Prabhupada says he himself didn't like sleeping uh, he in Bhagavad Gita he even says that those who sleep more than six hours are lazy uh, mating only for kids there's no other reason for mating only for Krishna conscious kids moreover <laughs> so and defending of course defending meaning like uh, you know uh, like somebody comes to you and you start barking immediately right defending um, so it's a natural bodily demand defensiveness and that doesn't just mean that you know you keep a gun under your pillow or you know you, we were defending our false egos we're defending our because it, defending is different from self-preservation as described in Srimad Bhagavatam so eating, sleeping, mating and defending I think that many times we don't really think about what does it mean to be victorious over the dictations of these demands because either we go into the unhealthy zone so for example like cutting off on sleep cutting off on eating and then like um, either suppressing the mating urge or going on a full strike <laughs> and defending, uh, being like almost paranoid, you know. So, but what does it mean to be victorious over the dictations of bodily demands? Victorious. So this is something to consider. Because, uh, of course, we know that the Shad Goswamis, Six Goswamis, they, they were able to really um, barely sleep, barely eat. They were how to call it, they were sannyasis, they were Goswamis, so they, no question of mating and defending, like, you know, some scholar would come, put your signature that I am better than you, and he's like putting the signature and saying, yeah, sure, whatever, <laughs> they were not defending themselves, the Jiva Goswami, he defended them, but they were not, so, but we can't imitate that level, we can't imitate victory. We can't imitate uh, such an elevated position, right? So, it says that those who are already situated on Shantarasa, they get their impetus for advancement in devotional service. So, you know, you can't imitate Shantarasa. <laughs> you can't imitate that. It, it causes problems if we are going into uh, pretending somebody we're not. Uh, so that's why you know these bodily demands being victorious over the dictations of bodily demands that requires some mercy <laughs> of Krishna <laughs> to, to be able to actually be victorious instead of like you know being uh, what was his name Pondraka you know like putting some carton additional carton for hands I am Lord Vishnu, Kaustuka Jewel, right? He, he had uh, like all the props ready. Carton, hands, uh, Kaustuka Jewel. I am Lord Vishnu. So we are also, you know, like like cutting off on our sleep, cutting off on our 
eating, like suppressing uh, our urges, you know, like behaving like, you know, as if we are, you know, anyway, like no self-preservation at all, no defending, right? No defending, no self-preservation, right? And then we're like, I am a pure devotee. <laughs> what is this? And then all the props, you know, like the carton hands fall off. And then people see us for who we really are. And it's like, wow, but I, I did everything by the book. No, actually, I don't think we really read the book. <laughs> or we didn't really read it deep enough to understand what was in the book. If you would do it by the book, then it would really... Um, be something else because the book explains what not to do as well alright so uh, um, we shall stop here for today and tomorrow we shall continue Hare Krishna thank you so much for tuning in today the book links Previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hi.